It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. Unfortunately, California does not want to save families and frankly, they really don't care about children. Um, It's hard. So as you know, I have lived in California for the better part of my life, certainly most of my adult life. I love the state. I hate the politicians. It has become a monoparty state over the last few decades that has produced some of the most underwhelming politicians our country has ever known, like Gavin Newsom, Kamala Harris, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, The list is exhaustive. I'm not going to recite the whole thing because we have to get into some of the issues. And whatever is happening in other states in the union in terms of parental rights and keeping parents out of the classroom, uh, labeling parents as domestic terrorists, it metastasizes in places like California. So there's a new bill that has been overwhelmingly passed in the California legislature, AB 957, which if one parent in a custody arrangement doesn't affirm a child's chosen gender, that parent can lose custody of the child. I think we have to be very, very careful how courts intervene with custody to begin with. But adding a new tool that can be used very subjectively to extract a child from a home um, for something like gender issues, it's a really, really slippery and dangerous slope. And as a parent, as someone who has been through divorce, as someone who has been through a very amicable divorce where, by and large, we agreed on most major issues. I mean, there's a reason you're divorced in the first place, and it's always crappy, even in the best of circumstances. But I think about my ex-husband, and I think about the ways in which we were able to communicate about our children outside of whatever issues uh, we were challenged with as partners. You know, we always agreed that no matter what happened, we would be partners in our child's well-being and all the decisions that we make on their behalf. And I wish more people were like that. And sometimes it's tough to set aside whatever you face as a couple and make sure that you direct all of your positivity and energy to your kids. Well, that's not going to happen in California because if you has a, have a child who has decided that, you know, there is some gender issue there where they are choosing to identify as one gender or another or if they want to hopscotch between genders and you have one parent who um, supports that and believes in it and the other who is more traditional who says, let's take a wait and see approach, that parent, regardless of how close they are with the child or what a good parent they are, they can lose parental rights. They can lose custody of their child if they have a disagreement that falls in very subjective territory. 
Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy Saves the World right after this. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. So imagine you've got an adolescent child who is hearing so much about pronouns and, and gender issues in school, more so about that than, I don't know, maybe math or reading. And they know, and, you know, I've always joked about this, the most boring thing in the world, at least in this country, is to be a heterosexual female. I mean, it's just, it, it is so incredibly basic. So if you can be something else, if you can be special in a way, well, what if you have a very overzealous parent who, you know, takes that longing and perhaps a little bit of confusion and insecurity and the desire to fit in and supercharges that and goes, you know what? If you are now identifying as male, then I'm going to make certain that uh, we give you the gender affirming care that's required in order to fully realize your maleness. And what if that gender affirming care includes surgery? What if that include surgery for a 13 year old and you know we we've seen these cases now that are very public and they should move you this should be emotional because this is an entirely new realm where kids kids are having surgery and then they decide later that no they they don't want to be male they were actually in the hinterlands of how they saw themselves and how they felt in adolescence and they emerged on the other side and maybe felt differently. But the procedures can be so extreme. And if you question those procedures in a place like California, um, not only could you lose your child, but your child could lose a huge part of him or herself. And that's really scary. And And something like this is set up and I don't understand when this happened. And if you look at it structurally, I, this is clearly the state. This is clearly the collective. You know, this you could make an argument that this is a form of cultural communism where the state is better at deciding what is best for the individual than either the individual themselves or the parents who are supposed to be the shepherds and the decision makers of obviously young and arguably the most vulnerable aspect of population. But California wants to get in between that. And man, I, I don't know what I would do. I don't I cannot imagine the helplessness if you are a parent going, well, you know, maybe we don't give our child a double mastectomy. Maybe we don't opt for sterilization. Maybe we don't go the most extreme surgical route. Maybe we discuss this as a family. And even that sort of moderate and rational approach can be enough. If you have an angry parent uh, who is an angry ex-spouse who wants to get back at someone and it is so easy to imagine how they could abuse this new law to hurt the other person, take the kid away, and then do whatever they want and indulge what might be a whim at some point. 
And maybe this extreme follow through is something that ultimately in the long run could really hurt a child. I mean, I can't think of anything that hurts children more than the institutions we have surrounding marriage and divorce uh, that seek to separate people and create acrimony for gain. And, you know, that is so often the case in many of the divorce institutions that we have. And that's bad enough. You know, we, we don't have enough support around people who are dissolving their marriages to help them stay together to make joint custodial decisions. And I wish we did. I, I wish there were more examples of that. I, I wish you had more people who were willing to put their own issues aside for the greater good. And the greatest good is our children. But this is just another layer and another tool where, you know, courts and judges and social workers will use this dividing instrument to bludgeon two people to death. So there is nothing left but the acrimony. And when you have that much acrimony surrounding a confused child, a confused and insecure child, which, you know, pretty much describes most of us as we emerge through adolescence, then what you are left with is essentially a system of abuse. So, you know, man, if if I were riding that line between whether or not to stay in my marriage and I were in California, I would get the hell out of the state. I really would. And I would go somewhere where they're not using uh, the judiciary and these new laws to force a political point of view into what should be a family environment. Because in the end, the ones who lose are the children. You know, they, they have it hard enough as it is. They're just trying to be seen. They're trying to be special. They're trying to figure out their own identity. But when parents are pitted against each other, they lose out on all of it. And in the process, they lose even more of themselves. And it really is a way to deflect from the lacking social services in places like L.A. County and the way that you have social workers and cops who don't communicate effectively, and then you have a, a legislative body that is willing to insert itself and further divide hurting families. It's awful. It's unconscionable. And I hope to God voters in California come to their senses at some point because this is what you're passing. This is what you're doing. It's not politically correct. It's not humane. Um, and in the end, it's anti-child, so shame on you, Gavin Newsom, and your perfect hair. This is a very imperfect solution. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.